Welcome everyone. Okay, welcome to the podcast for this week. Uh since apologies last week we couldn't record. That's that was between me, man. Uh man was very tired last week. Oh, we're back again. We're, we apologize for recording. But this week we, we're about to cover as much as possible. My name is Ubong and you're welcome to the unknown podcast. And on the podcast tonight, I've got Mario and I've got Chris, you guys introduce yourself. Yeah, I'm Mario. It's lovely to be here. I'm also sorry we couldn't record last week due to one or two, but we are here for you guys. We are here for you. Over you to over to you, Chris. Yeah, uh, it's Chris Bloom. Uh, hopefully we we make this week's recording a lot more exciting to make up for the previous week. So yeah, um, looking forward to it. All right, okay. Thank you very much, guys. And it's been, it was, it was, it was a weekend. It was a weekend filled with love, football, action, packed here and uh, So let's just start, Mario. How was your week? Were the odds in your favor this week? Wow, <laughs> the odds are not in my favor. <laughs> but it was a wonderful week. We 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 had an amazing comeback, and. The game that the shocking of all of them all was the Arsenal game. I think Ateta <laughs> is building the team is doing a great work in Arsenal currently. I think the financial backing in the summer was nice, including Declan Rice to the team. Declan Rice, I think Declan Rice is the one that transformed the team currently. Declan I Rice. feel like Declan Rice. Don't do don't, don't, don't get to the analysis yet. Don't get to the analysis yet. What's he gonna get there? What's he gonna get there? So Chris, how was how was how was your weekend? Uh it was it was topsy topsy. Um my feelings were all over the place. <laughs> uh, I actually was so pissed if I exited the game, like I stopped watching the game. <laughs> You know, and then Charles was telling me about the goals when they were coming in, and I had to just come in for the second goal. <laughs> and I watched it, and I was like, "Okay, all right, not bad." You know, but it was mixed feelings. It was well, well, well for me, for me, for me, it was, it was, it was a, it was a great weekend, and I also witnessed the United. The United um, comeback, and it was it was good being around being around the stadium at that point in time because you could see United fans pausing. Like when this Congo came in, apparently some fans were already leaving at that point in time. But when it's called, like because once you come out of the stadium, you can't go back in. Yeah. So 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 I'll say for me, my weekend was it was great. It was there were like I said, there were a lot of emotions, and for Sunday, I was not really. I was sitting out with somebody at, at, in church and he was putting on Arsenal jersey and I was like, are you sure you guys are going to win today? And I was like, yeah, sure, we're going to win. And, <laughs> and I was like, okay, because I wasn't expecting, I wasn't expecting anything. I was just like going into the game like, um, if we get, but I just had that feeling that if there was going to be a time for Arsenal to nick the victory, it had to be, it had to be this game, man. It was a good one that it turned out that way. So, yeah, so that's that's last the week. So, we're just going to run straight into the week, yeah, into the weekend. And it was a weekend of late wins. And that's actually, that's the title of this podcast, Late Wins. We had, we had, we had madness at Old Trafford and we had, we had madness at the Emirates Stadium. So, let's, let's start from, so, so, so my question is, 
so because most times when you have these late wins it might go two ways you might say the team has got a strong mentality but at times just tell you that you're not going to be every time you're not going to be lucky to get those late wins for and this is a straight questions this is a straight question do you think with this victory united can it could be a turning point for united for their season could it just be that turning point for united this season chris yeah most dev um so the spirit is high the the entire result you know has to be very lifting i mean we've had a couple of um players maguire domine even um Deghan, as they've come out and said you know this has to be the turning point we all feel it we all you know anticipate that this would be the turning point um and certainly because you know we have um two weeks international break and then we expect some of our top players to come back we expect uh uh Wan-Bissaka to be back hopefully we expect um Kobe Maino to be back we expect you know more guys to come in and so we probably would have the team that we know you know and then uh, we can go ahead and uh, win the league you know well yeah <laughs> 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 you yeah, wish. I mean, it's, it's amazing to to be in such bad form and be only six points behind Man City. You know, it means um, we're not entirely off track. We just have to find ourselves, and uh, hopefully, this peggy time win is just what we need. You know, to make that jump. So, so I, I just, I just, I just had to run through United next fixture. You're going away to Sheffield United. Okay. Then midweek you play, you go to you you welcome Copenhagen in the champ UEFA Champions League. And last same week, the last weekend you are you are, you are, you're welcoming your neighbors, the city. So, yeah. So this is like so so I'll say after the international break, it, it it looks more like a very easy run aside the city game. Mario, oh, including the city game, actually, including the city game. game. Yeah, it's going to be three wins back to back. Three wins back to back. You want to pay for the, the loss that you had back to back. Three wins back to back. The reason I'm saying that is, City has not been in top, you know, gear obviously, in the last three games. Obviously, Rodri's absence is causing a lot of issues for. Yeah. So it's 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 amazing to you know. It's a nice time for us to play them. And but you know, we can also you know, add you know, Ro- Rodri, Rodri will be back before, before the end. Yeah, so, with or without Rodri, it's the entire team dynamics. The entire team dynamics is not so entirely nice at the moment. And so, hopefully, we'll capitalize on that. And God help you. Rodri is going to be back. God help you. De Bruyne returns back for that game also, but it's a derby, <laughs> so it could go anyway. So it's a derby, so it could be that split. It's for an emotional anyway. game, and so it's going to be yeah. who has more passion that would, you know, cling to victory. Mario, I mean, um, Haaland has been in the dugouts. You know, it's been difficult for him to find a goal. He's been in goal drought. So hopefully that continues. Roger yeah. returns for their next game against Brighton. Wow. Interesting, Mario. What do you think about the United game? 
Just share, share, share with me your thoughts. What do you think? Do we still have Mario on here? Mario, are you here? Check out your audio. I'm here. I'm with you guys. Uh, Mario, so I was saying, what do, you, what, do you, what do you think about the United game? Do you think this win against um, Brentford would actually be the turning point for United season? Yes, def- definitely. That's the turning point for United because you can see the team going to the international break with high spirits, coming back with also high spirits, and they know that they need this victory against Sheffield and Copenhagen because we already lost two games in the Champions League. We can't afford to lose any other game in the Champions League if we are to qualify. So, Tengam already, the players knows what they have to do. And the coach already knows what to do. I think this will be the turning point for us. This is a, the turning point. The City game, I think United is going to win that game. With, if we are meeting them, Old Trafford or T- uh, Etihad Stadium, anywhere we are going to meet City that day, is a win straight win for United because... The team, the currently the, the, the team spirit that United have, I think is top gear. Okay. Top gear. I, I like yeah. I like the way you guys are cooking. You guys are cooking. I like the way you're cooking. So <laughs> I'm gonna put you on the spot. Man City United. What do you think? What, what, what do you think will be the score? You're, you're, you're tipping United for the win already. So what do you think will be the score? For me, the score I think it will be one nil. One nil United. Chris, how about you? So, um, our guy at the back, <laughs> Onana, <laughs> will definitely concede a goal. <laughs> no doubt. I don't think he will keep, keep a clean sheet in that game. And so, um, I would go for 3 1. And 3 because there would be, you know, some refereeing issues in that game. And hopefully, it's to our favor. And then, uh, hopefully, hopefully, you know, we'll clinch, we'll clinch to victory 3-1. Okay, for me, for me, for me, saying that City will be welcoming back some of their powerhouses back, I would I would go for a 2-2 draw. 2-2 hmm. draw, yes. That's a lot of, a lot of goals. I'll go for a 2-2 draw. United, but considering a lot of goals. United cannot defend to save their lives. <laughs> and it's so, a derby, so City would also concede, like... At, at, Old Tra- at Old Trafford again, so you could literally go anyway. So that's what I'm saying. I would, I would go for a 2 2 draw for it. For me, I just feel, yeah, we could say United have they've had a series their own fair share of injuries and all. But with Tehan experimenting with the Amrabat playing left back, inverting, I mean, that shit is not going to work every day and two times on a Sunday. It's not gonna work. I think he has stopped that though. I, I think he yeah, has realized. Yeah, yeah, and the only reason why, <laughs> and the only reason why he reverted back, he reverted back to right back to normal formation was because um, Casemiro was suspended. Was not gonna play that game because if Casemiro was gonna play that game, I'm still sure that Tehan would still go with that thing. Of when I saw the formation, I was like Evans and Maguire. You know, Tehan already like made that point that I was not going to play both of them together again after the Arsenal game or yeah never, never never. injuries can actually twist your hands and you go yeah I love I love what Tengan did in the Brentford game 
for him to start Maguire and Evans. You know, everybody have been criticizing Maguire and I Evans. I think we only love it because it worked. I mean, no, no, everybody have been criticizing Maguire and Evans. We all know that. And the, the Varane and Code have been playing, and Lindelof have not been delivering. United have been conceiving goals due to error and so many other things. For me, I would have loved him to start Maguire also our next game. Okay. Maguire, you, you you have been criticizing. Give give him a chance now. The people you have been giving chance, they have not been performing. It's because not so I, much variety. I don't feel Maguire and Evans are the kind of defenders you want to bang. They are not. Like definitely they are not. Yeah, no. I know that. No. But the current situation. If you watch the way United season turned around as of last season, we lost the first game to Brent, uh, Brighton, lost the second game to Brentford. What the coach did, he did an experiment with the players. He was starting Ronaldo, of which we know. He benched Ronaldo and started Rashford playing not, number nine. Those are the things that worked for him as of yeah. last season. So, we playing Varane and Lindelof, not working. Lindelof is too sluggish and lazy for my liking. If you watch the likes of Sa- So, I think... Um, I think... Teghan has seen that there's some sort of balance, you know, in defence when he has Evans playing. You know, um, the... Carabao Cup game, Carabao Cup fixture, where we played um, Crystal Palace, you know, we had that control. That's even the most recent game where we had a clean sheet, you know. We had that control at the back. And the same thing was true in the game against uh, Bradford. We considered it a very silly goal, you know, as always. But that control at the back was there, you know. We, we for most part of the game we had total control of the game. It was just difficult to put the ball at the back of the net, and so um, it was nice to see Dominic, you know, come yeah. in and bring that fire. I mean, Dominic has been trash in previous <laughs> pictures. Because you've been calling for that one, I'm like, okay. Uh, well, after the two games where I like, can you see yourself? Can you see what you've been calling for? Well, you, you know, it's, it's this it's this moment that that matters the most. You know, it's this moment, <laughs> this moment that that's that's key. Knowing that you know, there's really not much um, safe net anymore. It's just go just call out, play, just play, enjoy the game, and just play. You know, and that's what he did, and. Um, he was rewarded for his efforts. I mean, his runs were amazing. His positioning, his finishing, top notch. That guy should be a forward. You know, should be a we'll forward. We we'll spent we we'll spent the last twelve minutes discussing about Manchester United. As we should, as we should. <laughs> this is not this is not this is not a United <laughs> podcast. A United fan fan podcast. Um, a quick word, please. I I I, I so. Um, I'm just going to move straight and talk about Chelsea and for Chelsea you can see what one victory can do to the confidence of a team after their last game what do you guys think Poch is cooking at Stamford Bridge because 
for for the, for this game, they seem to be playing with quite a lot of confidence. You might say it's only unexpected, just yet at where to beat them, but playing with that sort of confidence and Sterling seems to be running the show on on the left flank. What do you guys think? Do you guys think this is a bleep or it's just a shining light, or do you think Chelsea are really back back because? Chelsea's next game is against Aston at Stamford Bridge. So, what do you guys think? So, after the international break, it's going to be against Aston. So, what do you think? Do you guys think Chelsea they've turned the corner or they are just flattering to deceive us at this point in time? Is Mario there? Should I go? Mario, are you there? Please just go ahead. Mario, will pick okay. up So, um, I don't think they're cooking anything actually. Like, <laughs> I don't think there's anything they're cooking. I think they have just had, you know, um, some sort of chemistry that's building in the team. And so it's easier for them now to, you know, go on the pitch and display. Because individually, yeah, they're not terrible players. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They're good players. They're good players. And so, um, you know, I think they're just beginning to click and they've had the fortune of, you know, easy fixtures. You know, it's not like Burnley has been a perfect team, you know. And so that has, you know, given them time to click and display. And the four win the four one win against Burnley was it was all right. But it wasn't I don't think any Chelsea fan should be yeah, yeah. a little bit about it. But, but if you don't use, if you, if you have the opportunity to use the smaller teams to build your confidence, I feel you should take it and. Yeah, I mean, they were they went one goal behind and they came back from that, you know, to score four. It's amazing. It's, you know, it's nice. We give them all the props, but they shouldn't get too excited, you know. Mario, Mario, what do you think? I mean, I think it's a good run for Chelsea. The same thing I urged Tengan to do is what Pochettino did. If you watch the game, Pochettino started Bruja, uh, Parma, and uh, Mudrik, the Fulham game. It, it worked for him. And he did that also. The only changes was that he brought in Sterling instead of Mudrik. So you, you speak to what's working for you. So you play Parma, you play Bruja, and you play Sterling. You stick to what's working for you. And at the time, right now, it's working for them. I think you should also stick with the same players that got the job done for him. Yeah, it's working for them until they, until they go and face Arsenal in their next game. And then they receive like a 7 0 trashing. And then we're back to square one. I don't want a deal like this would come. <laughs> we are going to Stanford Bridge and I'll be saying, bring it on. <laughs> bring it on. Like. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really licking my lips ready for that game because, yeah, not to be not to be too overconfident because anything can happen with the London derby. But I'm so confident in this in this Arsenal team. Bro, they just yeah. defeated Man City, <laughs> and Man City were not even in the game. It wasn't like it was close. They were not in the game. You know, they are in very high spirits. If Chelsea would be trashing both halves. And it won't no, I, think, I think Chelsea we, we we have something in that game. Like what? Arsenal will not 
definitely not a draw or a win. Chelsea is getting a draw or a win. Probably will be lesser, probably will be lesser goals. <laughs> He yeah, is getting a draw. He is getting a draw or a win in that game. Okay, Mario. Who are right? I, I, yes. Mario, I'll advise you don't stick on this, please. Go no, you are writing Chelsea. You are writing Chelsea off. I've written Chelsea what... a long time ago. Not with this yes. Team. Yes, the underdogs always do something. Don't write where? Chelsea off. Chelsea is also a big team. Chelsea is a big team where? Okay. I think I think we we already agreed Chelsea would not be making top six this this season. So it's games like this that define you know their position on the table. Okay. So yeah. I also agree with you. Chelsea might not make top six, but I think bigger teams will find it difficult to defeat Chelsea. Just mark my word. You tell me. Just just when they did against. um, if is, that, is that what you think? You see, that 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 day they will play a different ball game. You haven't seen Chelsea play for a long time. The old Chelsea will come on them. Come on. Um, Mar- Mario, Mario, is there something you know that we, we don't know? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, it's, it's that, just my prediction. It's just Chelsea my own personality. Yeah, that's that my just that's just my that's the way I am. That's my prediction. Yeah, like I said, it's a, it's a, it's a big game regardless of Chelsea's form. Yes, it's a big game. You know the Arsenal game. So many people wrote Arsenal off. They say City will win. City will win with or without De Bruyne. And this and if you watch the game, City didn't even play more than Arsenal. That you say that is the lock or something like think, that. You know what I think? Yeah, and hey. it's controversial. I think Pep threw that game. This is not to this is not to this you know Arsenal's efforts or whatnot, but I think Pep threw that game. How how was it tactical for me? Because it from 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 where six was it was mad. It wasn't Pep like right when I saw the sport. Because I was like, I was what I was like what? This is an Arsenal without without uh, what's his name Saka. So I expected the squad to be. You know, the usual bunch. I mean, so Doku wasn't playing. Yeah, Doku was not starting because Pep I, was I also expected Doku, Doku to start that game. I expected Doku to start you know, the game. I felt like he, he threw, he just threw that game. He had playing playing CDM role in that game. You know, he had the youngins coming in and playing. It was nothing happening in that midfield. It was a dead oh. zone. But even Doku, I feel, I feel Doku, but when he came in and he tried to beat um, Zichenko for the first time, he didn't get him. Pep moved him to the other side. And I think Pep moving him just freed up Arsenal's um, left wing because that was what made Ateta push Tomiyasu up front, up front. And that's what led to the goal. Because if he had not switched um, Doku to the other wing, I don't, I don't think Tomiyasu would play that high up. So when he switched him, Nobody was attacking Tomiyasu anymore, basically. So he didn't have to give like give like a free will for him to push up front, and that's where it led to the first goal. So I, I don't, I don't feel. I just feel it was. Some people say it was a boring game, but it was just a game where the coaches were very, very tactical. Like, yes, it was a game of chess. It was like everybody was manning everybody's next move. Whenever Pep made a move. That was countering. That made a move. Pep was countering it. That, that was what they were just doing in that game. I think Pep just. Pep just. I mean, 
it was yeah. clear that Arsenal's weak link, you know, was that uh, what's it called? Was that right position? Like it was clear, it was the Ben White, you know. So a Doku there would have would have given yeah, the best fighting chance. But, but Doku still went there. He didn't. He didn't, he didn't do much. The only when spark in the game was when Doku came in. That was the only spark in the game for City. Adoku, they couldn't that, find. They couldn't Adoku, find Adoku did Haaland did half the time. Doku did, not complete, Doku did not complete one successful dribble in that game when he came well, he on. Did. He did now. It wasn't anything goal-threatening, <laughs> but he did, and he was okay. fouled. Okay. You know he was getting the problem with City. Yeah, the problem with City, they, they are finding it difficult to, to create chances. If you watch the game, they are finding it difficult to create chances. They can't even get their striker in the game. There was no passes to Erling Haaland from either Kovacic, Phil Foden, or even Bernardo Silva. There was no passes to Haaland. And Haaland is a striker that he loves those battles, those one-on-one battles. Okay, let me battle with this defender. Let me battle with this defender. And he didn't get that. City yeah, really missed KDB in this game. Because they if, you're, if you're playing with if you play with physical specimen like Saliba and Gabriel, you should expect that the game is gonna be very rough. If you're playing with Saliba, yes, yeah, Saliba can be clean. Yes, game, yes, you know, you, Gabriel, you know my point is that Gabriel is gonna rough is, your truth. Yes, the, you know they also played uh, Alvarez, so. Saliba and Gabriel has Haaland and Alvarez to worry about, not only Haaland. So you see how it is. So I, I wished De Bruyne was fit and it has been a, a, another 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 thing else because of, of course. They, they, need, they didn't need they didn't need De Bruyne for this game, truthfully. They did not. They just did not have anybody making forward passes. The it was midfield almost impossible was, the for was Kovacic bad. to make a forward pass. It was almost impossible for uh, Rico Lewis, you know, to make a forward pass. And so there was no ball distribution. So you would see Bernardo Silva coming back, you know, to the midfield to play as a, as a CDF to get the ball and then try to send the ball forward. And it wasn't clicking. You know, I feel like forward passing players like Akonji, would have made the squad. I mean, he would have made the squad. Stones would have come in early and run down midfield like he has been doing for a while now. You know? So I feel like Pep just, maybe he overthought it, and, but he just literally just... I don't like Because whenever Pep plays a game, we always say Pep overthinks. No, no, what I'm saying is, I said, I gave a disclaimer at the beginning. I said, this is not yeah. a shit on Arsenal <laughs> and their efforts. But I think, you know, it's an Arsenal game. Pep would have put his best foot forward. And he didn't do that. So he felt like he was, you know, throwing what's, the game. What's, what's, what's Chris, what's Pep's best foot or best scenario of who he would have played in this game? A Doku would have made the squads. No doubt. Game, right? Yes. Um, Akanji would have been a better fit than... Uh, what's his name? Ruben Diaz. Yeah. You know? Um, Rico Lewis shouldn't have played this game. It should have been Stones. You know? 
So he has that collapsing um, five defenders and three three defenders attacking attacking formation. He has three defenders behind well, collapsing. He has five. You know, the only thing I agree with you is 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 is, is Nicole Lewis not playing and. Stones playing ahead of him. Diaz, I would, I would go with Diaz any day, any time over Akonji. Because Diaz is not it, a forward passing player. Diaz gives you. Akonji is fine. You need a leader in that defense. Why are you going to leave your defense to Ake to lead the defense? For who you now? Who is there now? Who is threatening now? Ketia. So, so, you, so, you, so you never read Ketia. <laughs> Can you imagine? Ake will feel handle him now. Akonji will feel handle him now. It was the Gabriel Jesus. Yeah. I need to respond with two goals at Old Trafford in return leg like, just to shame Chris. Ah, that's yeah. much for a kid, yeah. <laughs> I need to respond to Chris with two goals. <laughs> so, so I'll see. So I'll see. Regardless, you need you need a leader in that defense. Regardless of what we think, you need somebody who can like marshal and lead the team and. KDB was not around, was not around, was not available for the game. Debra, um, Rodri was not available. You need someone of a leadership, someone of a leader to to man the team forward. Yes, Kawaka was playing, but I still feel Diaz. The only thing is, I, I don't feel. I felt Nicolou is should now start the game. Yeah, maybe John Stones in midfield because he's been playing in there and he's been doing. He's not been doing badly. He's been doing well. He's been perfect. I just said. Perfect. I'm just going with John Stones, but regardless, Ateta really got like the game, the game management, the subs. He really got, he got everything spot on. Like. Very rare of Ateta, like he really managed this game well. And so what that days when would have been screaming despite the early scare from Raya, but that's what that's the package that comes with ball playing goalkeepers. I always say it's every every, every day, every time, ball playing goalkeepers would almost give you high BP. <laughs> it comes with the package. It is follow come. You cannot yeah. see a keeper that uses his leg or uses his foot very well and will not and does not have an error or two in him. He would always have it. So if you're buying a ball, ball playing goalkeeper, just yeah, do that. That's it. One or two games, he would make those errors with his leg. It is follow come. You can't change that fact. It will happen regardless of how it is. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, correct. So, the way Nana did in Champions League. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like it's it's a, it's a full come. You can't you can't even change that fact. So that's that's it. And how every match I tweeted something over the weekend, and I'm like, the past every match, every match week, every match week, um, the referees have found a way, or VR has found a way to be the center of attention, the center of discussion. Because I don't feel Kovacic should have been in that game. Should have continued that first half. He shouldn't have gone into gone in with the team during the halftime break. That tackle is similar to Curtis Jones' tackle. I saw him any red card against Liverpool. But like we said, it's VAR. Every week, VAR will keep making the referee the topic of discussions the referee will keep being there and why it's not being it's not being talked about is because Arsenal won if Arsenal had not won it would have been the discussion of Kovacic should have gotten a red card yep right VR should have sent Kovacic off the game 
because that was the second yellow card. I didn't see how. If it was Casimero, I think they would have reviewed that. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. Yeah, they even reviewed this one. If it was a United player, it would have been an easy decision to make. I don't, I don't know why VR is finding it difficult to make some correct decisions. As you can see, they are apologizing to Liverpool for the Diaz goal against Tottenham because it was a goal, not an offside. But VAR who did their line and said it was an offside, of which it was not an offside. They didn't even rule their line. The the VAR did not. If you if you listen to the audio, yeah, they actually had not made a decision. They were discussing and asking if they are okay with this, okay with this, and there was some sort of miscommunication, you know, with was, the ref. Yeah, it was just a miscommunication. Fear yeah, and the ref had, fear, you know, continued like, the game. Okay, it's a goal, but the referee thought yeah. it was offside, and the referee had, and once the referee starts the game, he can't stop the game, you know, go back. So that was it. Because even VR was saying, we can't, we can't, we can't stop the game. I can't do anything. I can't do anything. Well, I think. But, uh, <laughs> They might consider they might consider Klopp's request for a replay. Nobody's considering that thing. <laughs> Nobody's considering that shit. International break will give them enough time to consider that. Consider what? <laughs> do, 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 do you know how many games will be replayed if if this is replayed? Nobody's people just trying to wish for wishful thinking. They want to run nobody's gonna nobody's gonna call for a replay for that game. Oh body. So please let's move forward. And you also know that one funny thing on, on Sunday in the APL, the rest of the games were all, all ended in a draw. Yeah. Right, the last night game. Was it 2-2, 2-1-1? Two, 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 one, one, two, yeah. Two. Liverpool 2-2, two, two, West Ham Lakers 2-2. Two, two, two. Wolves Aston Villa 2-2. Two, two. The last night game, which was 1-0. I think that I that, that Sunday's game were evenly matched. Aside Liverpool, I expect Liverpool to beat Brighton regardless. But West Ham, Newcastle, yeah, that was one hell of a game. That was one hell of a game. I think Brighton had Brighton had a great outing though. Yeah, well, I still want. I thought Liverpool would have done it also. Like, at least take the three-point ball. Just go to show how how unstable Liverpool are actually. You know, yeah, because I'm like I said, I'm still not sure Liverpool can do this stretch of this season with the squad that they have. I don't feel, I don't feel they can, they can, they can, they can do this season. Um, quickly, let's move, let's move, let's move, let's move to, um, let's talk about, let's move to La Liga. What do you have to say about Jude? I know, I know, I know you can't every match game expect goals from him because he's a midfielder, but. The boy just can't stop scoring. Expecting to be like score every week, but do you think Bellingham can break break the odds and get fifteen to twenty goals this season? Yes, absolutely. He can do that with the likes of Vinny back. I think he can get more goals because if you watch Real Madrid, their main striker, which is just you, don't score often. They even gave him a penalty. Yeah, it is. Yes. Then Judemian gets in the right position at the right time. That's just the key. If you watch the Champions League game they played against Union Berlin, the nine-minute goal he had, 
it was just at the right time at the right place the right place at the right time rather so that's the key he knows where to be to score the goal and i love that that's the one thing i loved from chicharito <laughs> yes yeah and I, always... and, I, and, I, and I think this this week real madrid and Atletico Madrid were the biggest winners because obviously Baka, Bassa, Bassa dropped points and that's like Madrid leads the team and Girona second place 22 points, Bassa 21 points, not far off. So Bassa, Madrid, yeah. Team points, fourth. So I, I wasn't expecting Bassa to draw in that game. But when I saw that when I saw they were losing 2-0, I was just like, okay, this is gonna be another comeback like the previous match week. But it wasn't meant to be. It was it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't meant to be. It wasn't meant to be. Quick one, who do you think is gonna win the La Liga this season? Mario, who do you think? Putting you on the spot straight, who's gonna win La Liga this season? I think it's it's going to be Jude Bellingham and um, Real Madrid. <laughs> it's just going to be Jude Bellingham and you watch it. It is. It is. You know, and it will be amazing for them without a proper striker. You know, what they have going on for them right now is just that team spirit and passion for the game. Yeah. So they are playing to the very last minute. Everybody's focused. Everybody's in the game. You know, it almost seems like. Bellingham is the is the striker in that team. Like, if you don't watch their games and you know you're not a football head or whatever, you would probably think that guy is the highest goal scorer right now, right? For Real Madrid. Yes, yes, for Real Madrid, yes. You know? And this is his first season in, so it's 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 amazing to see. He probably would just lead them to to the big title. Yeah, Jibilam is the highest goal scorer with um, eight goals. For you can't write back up. Followed by um, Morata. Morata has got five goals. Then uh, Brian Martinez, five goals also. Jose Lu, five goals. Lewandowski, five goals. Then Don't You can't write Barcelona off this league. I'm telling you guys. No, no doubt. Honestly, no, honestly, doubt. No, no, you can't write them because Girona yeah, just plays no. holders. They're gonna drop off. <laughs> Girona are never gonna sustain that. that but, but with the but the way Girona are playing now, they can make a Champions League. Yes, where, they can make where? the Champions League. Which league? Don't, Bro, come on, don't dream. Come you dream too much, Mario. You yeah, dream okay. too much, man. This guy's winning. Okay, okay let's come, come on. The year Leicester City, the year Leicester City won the league in the EPL. Nobody believed it. We all this thought it was one, a fluke. This one, this is not EPL. This is La Liga. Yeah, who do you think they would lose the spot to? They are, they are behind them. They are behind them already. The Barcelona are okay. already there. No, yeah, I'm not saying... I'm just saying the Champions League position. Yes, they can make it top four. Well, well they can I mean, I don't see anybody... I don't see I don't anybody see who is uh, giving them, you know, a run for their money. The has, has fallen off. Um... So, Athletic club cannot even hold that position still. Uh, so. I think I think the, the strong team there is Real Sociedad. 
that's the thing that, that I think. But I don't, I don't think Girona can sustain this. Yes, they've got good records. 19 goals, 19 goals scored, 11 considered. Pretty, pretty impressive for for a team, for a team like Girona. But I don't see them. I don't see them holding this spot down. I don't see them. They've had, if, they've if had they decent wins. If they maintain the top four, um, yeah. halfway into the season, then it's, it's definitely a possibility. They've not, they've not played. Okay, the only serious team they've played here is is. Real Sociedad and Real Madrid. Real Madrid trashed them. Real Sociedad, they played one one draw. Sevilla, Sevilla is like a relegation team. Can't even count Sevilla among the top team these days. You realize that those three you just mentioned are the only times they drop points. Yeah. In nine games played. Real Madrid, yeah. Real Madrid and um, Real Madrid and yeah, Sociedad. Please don't mention Sevilla. Please don't mention Sevilla. Sevilla. I can't mention Sevilla. Sevilla. Sevilla was their job. They stacked their manager too, so. You know what Sevilla did? My game, I played the running ticket as of, was it Friday or Saturday? Yes, Saturday. To win 44,000 twice. Two places. Sevilla just scattered everything. Like... I had a late win from AC Milan and I was glad that Sevilla <laughs> can do it. Yeah, Milan. No way, we're not going to come to Milan. But I, I still feel I still feel Girona just plays older. I feel I feel Girona might make a top four because they are having they are playing the best football in their entire history right currently. They are having fun. The players they are expressing themselves. I think they will have they will come up with something. If not the Champions League spot, I think they will make the Europa League squad and Europa League list, and it will be a big boost for the team. The Girona that normally battles for relegation now making it to the Champions League or the Europa League, it will be a, a real bonus for the team. Do you guys think um, Real Madrid will be in the market for a striker in January, or they just make do with Rosello? I think they will be. I think they will be. They will be in the market. Yeah. I think they will be in the market. They might not be for them to buy, though. But yeah. yeah, it all depends. For me, it all depends on. The... Depends on what? I think we've lost you again. Your audio is out. I can hear you guys now. Okay, go on. Yeah, I said if they are having, it depends on the outcome. If they are having injury crisis towards the window, if Real Madrid is not having any injury crisis, I don't think they will get any player. They will stick with what they have. But there's no then backup. Probably, probably in the oh. summer they will get a striker. In the summer. Well, let's let's see how it goes, though. So I feel like at some point that would make or mark their season. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Yeah, so just so just moving on to other things that happened. What do you think? Um, so somebody was somebody was cracking a joke over the weekend and said, "Mind you, mind you, won't you guys go and sign Olivier Giroud if one another one nice conceding?" You just have to. <laughs> You don't have to move on. 
Ah. You couldn't just let that go. You have to. <laughs> I think I think this is this is a perfect opportunity for United to get a proven number one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so would would you consider going for Olivier Giroud? Giroud made a fantastic scene. Like he literally ended up with three points. So don't you think yes. it's a time for I think I think uh, Peter Schmeichel said it best. You know, when he said um um Onana is under severe pressure. Like he didn't he didn't realize or he didn't expect the kind of pressure he's having now, you know, playing for United. United. Yes, he he felt it was something he can handle, but it's a different type of pressure playing for United. It's a different type of pressure. You know, those little things that you would do anywhere else and you know nobody would pick on it. In United, it would become the headline of the next day's newspaper, you know. And so he's, he's not handling the pressure well. The mistakes he's making is due to the pressure and nothing else. It doesn't it doesn't speak to his craft or to his skills. It's just him not he's being too much in his head. As a keeper, you must you must have clear head. You must have you know that uh, gusto to make those decisions without overthinking it. You know. The moment he stops doing that, we'll be fine. Yeah, so I, I really want to see yes, because he's gonna be he's gonna be on that pressure, for example, because it's, it's just, and I think it's it's allowing it gets to him. Because when you know when another started talking about saying he's here to play, he doesn't give, he doesn't care. When he started talking to the media and I'm like, ah, this guy's gonna be the press are gonna like this guy because he's gonna see what they want to hear and they're gonna write. But that recording was with Inter Milan. It was old. Yeah, that, yeah, no, that, that, that was a different one. Yeah, not, not exactly what he said, but when he was always like going to the media, talking to the media, some things he would say where they would say he wants to apologize, all those kind of things. It was there was there was no need for all of that because you're just gonna like put yourself in a very in a very bad place. So the thing is. You've made this error. Just put your head down. Your team already have you down already. So just get going. Forget about everything that's happened. Because the more the more you keep getting into that space of letting the media or what the outsiders are saying get to you, you're yeah. really setting yourself up for failure. And that's why because Giroud is up for Giroud. Giroud won't cost as much as fifteen million, but Giroud will give you <laughs> clean sheets. Jiro really 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 for, for, for five minutes that he played. Okay. Five minutes that he played, bro. Five minutes, he saw what he did now. He saw Clara, he saw he saw Sims. <laughs> he saw Sims. I so read that's, somewhere that's... um where um they said that Onana was considering staying back in Manchester United, you know, to work on himself more rather than to go for the international um I'm not sure that's gonna happen. I, I just hope not. I just hope not. He needs he needs time away from yeah. from United. Actually, that would do him real good. He needs time away. He needs to go to Cameroon. You know, represent Cameroon and do all of that. They come back, you know, anew and ready yeah. to you know step on the challenge. Otherwise, let him sit on the bench and let's have a tear go in there and and do his thing. And then you know later on we bring him back in. He just needs time off to just. You know, leave his head for a bit. Like, I, I, I feel, I feel, 
I feel he, he, he just has to. There's no need saying he won't, he won't go to the Nations Cup. Because the Nations Cup would distract him. Yeah. Where he would play more and him saying, more. he can't even try it. And he's just trying to like walk his way back into 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 the Cameroonian national team. So they should just go. He needs he needs that distraction. Go and play and forget about United and come back and come back much better. Change your environment. I think that's that's gonna be fair. That's gonna be fair to him. Let's let's move to the Italian league. Rudy Garcia. I told you already when the board said you have their full backing, just know that there's something about to happen. <laughs> It's not. It's, it's, it has not happened yet, but it's about to happen. Napoli losing at home to Florentina, and it was yeah, it was a good it was a good thing seeing that Victor Simeone returned to penalty duties. Yeah, I wonder why he yeah. stopped in the first place. I mean, people yeah. miss penalty. You miss, you get you get back at it. I'm glad he's back. You know, shooting the penalties and scoring. Uh, but. That game was, I, I don't know. Garcia again did what he did against um, Bologna. The same thing, where you, you are in need of a goal and then you take out the one trusted person that always shows up. You know, you take him out every single time he does this particular thing. And they were 2 1 down, you know, when he took out Osime. In the seventy-seventh minute, and they brought in Simeon, and then from there on, they went ahead and considered one more goal. If, and if, game, if, game so it, it took out, it took out the fear factor. Fear factor now, so exactly, you know, he's supposed to and bring so, in Simeone and add up with the Simeone. Yeah, because you need a goal. You yes, know? and this is your home for kind of like, and the, the home fans are right behind you. You're supposed to bring in a striker, not to replace a striker for a striker. It was the same thing with Simeon was passing across against, I think it was the Bologna game, where he was talking about the same thing. Play two of us yes. up forward, rather than, you know, picking me up. Yes. Football sometimes. The same thing again. And so, yeah, please. Football sometimes yeah. you have to sacrifice. You understand? You have to sacrifice. You watch those kind of games, you are losing. 2-1, home, die minute. What you do? Sometimes you take off a defender. Of you course. bring in an attacker. You play two up front. You play three at the back. You are home. The fans are right behind you. You are looking for a goal. You push, you push. You know, you pressure the opponents to make mistakes. And it's, it was the same thing we did when we brought in McTominay. You know, it was. it wasn't... Coming in as a defender, he was coming in to support um, Holland. You know, Marshall also came in. You know, so it, it's just I don't know. I feel like he he's not one to take criticism, and so he just goes ahead and does whatever he thinks he wants to do, and he does it, and it doesn't work, and then he has to bear the consequences. And in this case, the consequence might just be him losing his job. You know, I told you guys already. <laughs> Regardless of what he's saying or what he's doing, it's gonna be sucked. It's just a matter of it's a matter of when, not a matter of if. 
that's what's going to happen. I mean, to see to see AC Milan top the table though is it goes to show how much of um, the Italian league quality has somewhat dipped. AC Milan hasn't been in best of forms either, you know, and they've managed to drag out a win regardless and top the table because it's just. Because even the team that you think would pick up this season, this season Inter Milan, I don't know how they managed to draw this game to to Bologna. Two goals up. Yeah, they two goals for me. I thought they had even won. Ten minutes. Two goals up. Two goals up. Ten minutes. It's absolutely lost. The they had the F one three to draw. They said they had the F one three. It's just happening in Italy. Like it's just like it just still uh, wow it's just gonna be so I just feel this girl's gonna be a, a jolly good ride. At some point in time, there will be different people, different teams will top the table. Yeah, yeah, Obong, you're absolutely right. I think this season the Italian league you can't credit because yeah. week Inter is doing well, AC Milan is not doing well. The next week Milan is doing well, Inter is not doing well, Roma is also doing well. This is not doing. Well. I think the Italian league. It will be difficult to predict at early stages. Let me say, before you can predict, I think towards the end or middle of the season, that's when we can predict who will do, who will win the this scudetto or something like that. Yeah, and also we we need to talk about Romelu Bolingoli Lukaku. He can stop scoring. Yeah, I think Lukaku would have. Played well for Chelsea because if you can see the up front, the current Chelsea up front, they don't have experience. No experience. The likes of the likes of Jackson, Boja, no experience. Yeah. I think Lukaku done more better. But it's still do all credit to Lukaku to Jose Mario. He's doing well at AS Roma. He's doing well. Yeah, because I, I just feel, I just feel, Lukaku just needs a manager that trusts him and a working system. Because that's what's always worked for him. And he got that Inter Milan. And he's getting that, he's getting that now at um, Roma. Because Mario trusts him and Mario doesn't have any other option aside Lukaku. So that's just like, just shows why he's getting the goals and he's been able to like get into that rich streak at this at this point in time and slowly and slowly Juventus are quietly doing their own job on the side and just working yeah. their way through nobody's paying attention to Juventus but they're just scraping up the table they're told on the table yes yeah. they have that winning mentality Juventus has that really mentality that if they don't play well, they will still get the job done. Like by nicking, by nicking a late goal or something like that. If you watch the game Juventus against Torino, of which I watched, they didn't start with Milik was on the bench. They started with Moiskin up front, and if when I looked at their substitute, Vlaovic was injured. 
Vlaovic in the game. Vlaovic was injured. They had a scrambled goal earlier in the first half. The second half, immediately Milik came in, not more than 10 to 15 minutes, he got his goal and game, game, game off. They had the game. I think Max Allegri is doing a really good job in that Juventus team. The crisis yeah. they are having with some of their players. The likes of Pogba having doping crisis. I thought Pogba would have done a wonderful job in that. Unfortunately for him, he's in the sidelines. They are doing a great job, Juventus. All credit to Max Allegri. Yeah, the organization has even come out. They've come out and um, they've backed Allegri, you know, saying he's, he's going to win them more cups, more titles and stuff. And so, you know, Allegri is. Allegri is doing a good job at Juventus. Well, Allegri's job was never was never threatened at any point in time. Even when Juventus had oh. that poor form, they had always said Allegri had always said he was not going to resign. He was not going to go anywhere. He was like he was bent on continuing the job, and the Juve board obviously had that much trust and belief in him, so they were going to sell him or anything to any to anybody. Yeah, but they're not they're nice. not a high scoring team though, and that might be that might be a problem for them down the line. Yeah, they need to find yeah. a way to score more goals. Well, I, mean, I feel as long as you're getting the win on the board, you're staying close. Oh. If it's the goals, the goals will come. It's it's most definitely needs to come because just it's just keep doing what you need to do, stay close to the top. Just be there. Anything can happen. Like I said, the Italian league this season is gonna be a tough ride. Like it's gonna be a jolly good ride. Anybody can go top at any point in time. Like, you need to be ready to take your chances when it comes up. Right now, Roma tent on the table. Tent on the table. So it just tells you how the season has been. It's not really been like a straight or a smooth right for anybody for any of the top teams at the moment so yeah but as time goes on everybody would find their level everybody yeah, talking about talking about juventus not talking about juventus not scoring yeah go ahead Maru. yes i was trying to call me yeah, that's yeah, true. They, 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 yeah. That's true. They, they don't consider much. They though. consider just six goals. Yeah, they don't consider that much. The defense line. Inter really was of, of considered less. Inter has considered five. Yeah, five goals. Yeah. I think that's the, that's the problem. That's the problem with Roma, though. You know, their defense. They've always been Roma considering bad, and considering. Roma has bad twelve. 12 goals in, in just 8 games. Goals. You know, that's a lot. That's, that's a whole lot. That's not a lot. That's plenty. It's plenty. <laughs> so they need, to, they need to figure out, you know, their their back line and nip whatever issue is in the board and move on with it. There's no doubt. There's no doubt in the quality of the big man up front, Lukaku. You know? Yeah, yeah. If given the opportunity... Eight out of ten times he would score, he would bag a goal. And so what they need to do is shore off goals from entering, 
you know, the net at the backside. And then keep feeding Lukaku. He would surely deliver. There's no doubt about that. You know, they could just they could just turn their season around. You know, you never say never with Mourinho. So let's see how that goes for them. I mean, they're just three points behind Napoli, so they're not particularly very far off. You know? Yeah. All the same. So, break, breaking news, guys. This is different from away from football. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but I just saw um, from a Nigerian president, Jacobo Gowan, so he's dead. About time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Luthers, the Luthers. These are people we read about, you know, in primary school growing up, and we still yeah. have them leading it's the like, issues in our government like, today. It's about time. It's about time. It's sad to see. It's about time they just, you know, go off. Probably we would, would, would celebrate more if we get. More of this type of news, <laughs> you know, <laughs> because the country needs something to celebrate about. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this is this is this is this is what you're celebrating. This is what you're celebrating on. This is freedom in disguise, you know. If only it went towards the direction of you know who, it would be it would be amazing. <laughs> it be like oh, yeah. an independence gift. <laughs> I guess, I guess, I guess we don't, we don't, we don't know that. I, I think we pretty much covered most of our rundown. Oh, yeah. Not to forget. Yeah, I think we've not, we've not talked about one thing: the German league. Yeah, uh, face <laughs> I love that guy. <laughs> the way he plays. The way he attains the fans, wow, is absolutely on but, top notch. But, but, but do you think do you think Leverkusen can maintain this form till the end of the season? Because the thing about German I don't League, doubt it. The thing with German I don't League, doubt it at it's all. Not, it's not I don't about think so. Can they maintain this run? Because when when push no comes no no. Yes, I don't think so. I don't think they can do it all the Why way. Why not? You know, this I've thing, not seen I don't know. anything to suggest otherwise. I've not seen anything in their game that suggests they can't they can't pull it off. I yeah, mean, they are very much well. consistent. They are consistent with their even when they lose, you can see that they actually played beautiful football, even when they lose. You no know? doubt. So it's it's I don't see anything that will stop them. I don't see anything that would, you know, get in their way. Would they win yeah. the league? Maybe not, but they will surely finish in top two. It's looking very much like it. I mean, Dortmund is not having greatest of of seasons, and so it's it's right, right there for Leverkusen to just cash in. You know, you also you also should right not write Dortmund off and Bayern. No, it's it's between Bayern and Leverkusen actually. So if Bayern doesn't do it. Leverkusen will, you know. I think, I think Leverkusen will drop form. Not now, but at some stage of the of the season, they will drop form. Maybe due to injuries or fatigue. Because if you watch the Leverkusen squad, they don't have depth in their squad. 
okay, if Boniface is to have injury, who is to replace Boniface? If we is to have injury, yes, who is to replace him? What they about have, Jonathan? They have, they have tons I'm, of goal scorers. I'm talking about, about the quote. What about Frimpong? If Frimpong is to have injury, or Taf, Jonathan Ta, their defender is to have injury, who is to replace them? Palacio, who is to replace him? But if you look at this Bayern team, they have replacements everywhere. They have Tail coming up, of which we, we know the, he, he can score goals. Although he's young, he can score goals. If they like of Thomas Muller or Hurricane is not doing well, we always see they bring Tail second half and he, he scores. That's they have Sane, Gnabry. So the thing is about, yes. about consistency. I'm not saying they, yes. can, they, they, can, they can't. And also, it's consistency and depth of squad. That's what City is doing that have been running this league for a long time. City has depth of squad. If City is to have injury in one area, it won't affect them. As it will affect United. Because we also what happened last season with um, with Dortmund when on the final day of the of the of, of the league they just they blew it. Mm, it was really So that's so that's my problem. Like, can Leverkusen hold out to the very end? Like, hold out and get this done to the very end. So I think what um, what the coach Alonso is instilling in these boys. Is a system, you know. So you're not seeing much of individual brilliance. What you're seeing is a system, a system that works. And so, if he slots in anybody else into that system, right? It yeah. looks like he will hold. You get me? Yeah. Now we're seeing we're seeing tons of players go on the score sheets. So it's not just um, what's it called? Boniface or Freepong, you know, doing the scoring. Yeah. Teller is also doing the scoring. Yeah. Palacio is also doing the scoring. Grimaldo is also doing the scoring. So you're seeing tons of players being able to do that. You're not doing that based off of individuality. You're doing that based off the system that they have going on. Yeah, right? I, think, I, think, I think that's also be very good because they've been able to like share... That, that responsibility of the goals is been able to like yeah. share it around the whole team because if Boniface is not scoring like the last the past weekend before this week before this period, score, yeah. but they yes, still managed to get three goals or thereabouts so it's it's that and I think uh, kudos to um, Alonso Jerry Alonso he's really really my, he's, he's doing he's doing a nice job my issue is just the depth yeah. of squad I hope it doesn't catch up with them. I, I hope injury doesn't happen to their players. Injuries because I think, I think they will fix. I think they will fix that in the January window. Though it might not be big names because he has shown that he doesn't need big names, yeah. you know, to get results. So it might not be big names. It will just be um, people he feels that meets his entire setup, yeah. you know. And so once he plugs them in. The system will continue to run regardless of you know whatever but then again it's still this there's still this um early season mentality or ginger you know with the old squad and so things can change regardless but yeah, i hope they keep it off i hope i hope they keep uh, it off yeah it's, i they hope they just, yeah. just stay staying there yeah yeah okay
Yeah, and this week this weekend is going to be very quiet because we'll just be having friendly games and the qualifiers. If there will be, I just check if there will be any. Yeah, it's basically friendly games this this period. So next week might just be a very yeah. short fashion, but we'll still we'll still give it a go. United's game. It's uh, I think United <laughs> with Nigeria's game with Saudi Arabia. Is that, is that is that this weekend? I think so. Not sure. Um, and let me check. I think that's supposed to be on the twelfth. So that should be this weekend. Uh, this weekend, yeah. Right. It's on a Friday, yeah. Friday yeah. Is Friday. Yeah, we're also. Don't worry, they're beating you guys. Yeah, let's take quick predictions. Chris, what do, what do you think? I think it will be a 2-1. Victory to Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Against Nigeria. Come on, guys. Come on, we have Osimen. We have Lukman. It's not, <laughs> it's not even about that. It's about... We've seen Saudi Arabia. We have Arabia. Moses. We, we, have Saudi Arabia the we know they have, they have the cleats to see out the game. You know, oh, and, yeah. Mario team Nigeria, team Nigeria, team Nigeria all day, what, team Nigeria what's your, all what's your day. Prediction? What's your prediction? I think it will be a, a game of high goal scoring. I think it will be 3 1 Nigeria. Okay. So I just go with Nigeria 3 0. Nigeria 3 0. Chris is going to be an unpatriotic man. We'll see. We'll see. Don't worry. Yeah, I think with a little, I'm not, not really freaked about it. With uh, a little time we have, I think we should talk about the champion. Let me let me stay around for like three to four minutes. Which, which, which team is which team is balling in championship? Leicester City. So, we have Leicester City. We have Leeds United. They're also doing well. This is like the only thing that is bothering me. That okay, wait, let, 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 let me look at this. So we've got Leicester City, Ipswich, Preston, Leeds are far off in fifth, but they are, they are coming up. Yeah, Middlesbrough had, had a bad start, but they are picking up now. Yeah, yeah they have, I think they've had uh, four straight wins. Yeah, they have, yeah, 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 win, 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 but they have a long, but a long, season. Yeah, they had a bad start, they had a bad start. Championship, yeah, is not, championship, championship is a very, very long. It's a very championship. Long championship is a, is a league that I don't even like it's, because the consistency is not there. Just few things. Today they are playing well. The next day they are not playing well. I don't just know. It's vibes and inshallah. Yeah, just to see Vincent Company went there and did magic. Yes, he was gonna ball with just just tells you the the, the golfing quality between the championship and the. Yes. You, see, you see all these teams. My problem with these teams is that you, you you are coming from the championship to the Premier League. You have to invest in your squad, and that's what I still like Forest for. Nottingham Forest. They invested in their squad. That's what kept them up last season. Nottingham Forest bought everybody that they can buy. Yes. Everybody that they this season, they're also going to stay up. They're going to stay up. You know why they did that? It was fresh money. It was new money coming in. And so it was possible to do that. But Bolly also got that. They are going to stay up also this season. With the the squad of players they have, they're going to stay up this season also. 
Luton is going down. We all know. We all know Luton is going down. They are happy to just be here for one season. In fact, they don't invest the money. They can always use the money for other things. But I don't understand. I don't understand how far Watford has fallen. I can't even wrap my head around that. Watford, they are they are twentieth on the league in a twenty-four league. Ten points in in eleven games. It's like Watford, they are running. They are running a consortium with Udinese. So they just in Granada just sell and move their players around. Since it's the same group of clubs. You just find that it's the same players that are moving around those three clubs. Yes. You just keep moving them, moving them, moving them. It's crazy. But it's so sad because, yeah. like, they, I don't know. Watford sold their good players. They sold Ismail Astar to Marseille. They sold Juan Pedro to Brighton. You see, they sold their, their best players. So who, who is supposed to play for them? <laughs> who is supposed Sound. to play? They you know, still their tenth position with seventeen points. Mike, uh, generated just four wins from eleven games. You know, these are the things you you feel like they will put up a fight and they will make their way back into the. Into well, the for, for now, it just looks like there's only Leicester. Leicester that looks like the serious team that is going to come back. That looks the coach. Come back. The coach that went to Leicester is doing a good job. Guardiola yeah. and Tabi work. He's doing a good job. It seems Guardiola produces good fruits. <laughs> Unlike some people. Yes, if you if, if you check his record, he's producing good coaches. The likes of Unlike, the likes of Unlike yeah. some people. Yeah, they like the best. All the producers. All the producers pundits who just talk and talk and talk. Tenga is doing a good job. Ateta is doing a good job. The guy at uh, Leicester, for I don't know his name, he's doing a good job also. I think I think I will go and learn from Guardiola. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, guys. We've had an amazing run. Yeah, yeah. It's time for us to go. Yeah. See you guys again. Next week, Next time. same time.